again, I'm Professor Flim Flam, she's Wonko, this is episode 8 of A Bard's Eye View, and this week we rewatch and reminisce about Prometheus, uh, which is episode 8 of the first season of Xena Warrior Princess. Or is it an episode of Hercules' The Legendary Journeys? It um, kind of has a slightly different feel, I think, because Hercules and, and his uh, sidekick are in it this week. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we've just had a hilarious 15 minutes of, of recording <laughs> and then and then me suddenly noticing it wasn't recording so yeah, um, let's so see how it goes this time if the first bit of this podcast feels very flat to you it's because we <laughs> ruined we we sort of got all of our funniness out in the first yeah. attempt <laughs> and that is now lost to the ether thanks to the very elderly <laughs> <laughs> Elderly random keystrokes of my learned colleague here. Yeah, if if you can sense um, undiluted evanescent rage emanating from this podcast, Evan, evanescent so. isn't that a band? Yeah, yeah, sure. Wake me up inside. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't so, so much. I wouldn't say it was rage so much as sort of weary acceptance because in all our. In, <laughs> Yeah. We've done a podcast together for quite a while now. Not just this one, mm. but the previous one. And this is not yeah. the first time you've done this, to be honest with you. <laughs> it's not. You guys, this is actually not the first time she's done this. Um I, I, I well remember the time that she sent me her she sent me her audio track <laughs> and I was like, This is weird. This is a really much smaller file than usual. And then that I opened it up it's and completely it was empty. Blank. She just recorded because <laughs> She just recorded an hour and a half of nothing, um, <laughs> and hadn't noticed it. Like I don't, I feel I don't understand how you didn't notice that nothing was <laughs> happening. But I, I, I do remember how that happened. But it's too, it's too boring to go into. So let's let's. I mean, I remember how it happened definitely. too. But what I don't know is how you didn't notice. But we'll not go into it. It's probably because you're old and blind. Let's let's leave it at you're that. An old blind <laughs> ex mystic. You probably just want to pour <laughs> oil on people in peace. That's a callback. Pour oil on scantily clad Amazonian type warrior women. Right. Is that too much to ask? No, I don't think it is. No. No. Well, look. Speaking speaking of warrior women, let's let's talk about one. Oh oh um, oh oh! Nice segue there. Nice thank segue. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Right. Can you do me a favor as well, actually, and just keep your eye on your on your recording and if it stops can you let me know before 15 minutes pass my my case is firmly fixed okay. on the little red line yeah cheers pal don't cheers, worry pal. don't good. worry friend right, right. okay so we so we open our episode with um three ruffians creeping through the woods and and spying a sleeping gabrielle arm flung out in in slumber and uh, sleeping next to uh, a, a fire with the smoke drifting and what How is very, very, very obviously a wig and a cushion stuffed under a bedroll. But they're, they're convinced it's, it's Xena. So our chief ruffian, who has the obligatory bad teeth and the bad hat, actually, two, two for that one, this is brings actually, his sword down. This, this whole thing is just actually an ancient Greek body pillow. This is Gabrielle's body pillow, obviously. Not. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> Do you know what a body pillow is? Am I am I saying things? Do you know is what it... Do you know what things are, old woman? 
<laughs> you know? Jesus. I know what things were in the olden days. Mm, mm. So do you the same as a dolly tub? What? <laughs> it's not. <laughs> anyway, so this guy brought his sword down and he roars in triumph. I killed Xena, warrior princess. But prematurely. he has, in fact... It's not the only killed... premature thing he's ever done in his life, I bet. Oh. That's what better the first time round, I have to say. He's what he's actually done is killed a watermelon uh, yes, in a wig. The watermelon yeah. woman. So I insist the, that this is a genuine, deliberate reference to the watermelon <laughs> woman. <laughs> actually, let me just quickly look that up to see if that's even possible. When was that film made? It's about the same time, I think. In that it's case, um, nineteen ninety six. Maybe, Ooh. maybe. <laughs> Vice versa. It's the other way around. No, I mean, no, that's not yeah. why. Cheryl Dunye was, was watching Zena Watch this episode of Zena. And I thought, hmm. Yeah, she I saw this specific episode of Zena. One of the yeah. one of the most forgettable of the series. <laughs> and thought, ah, that's what, no. Okay. Still, anyway, though, so... still... Our, our chief, though, clearly hasn't killed Xena because no. she does not have a watermelon head. She's a, she's actually up in the tree above them and she For drops like a stone, screeching, hi-ya, like Miss Piggy with a chakram. <laughs> and, um, and she, she the chakrams on the ground. To... Yeah, that's, that's true. She never uses and the chakram she... all episode. I mean, it would have been useful. Huh. But there you go. You'd think. You would think. Yeah. Um, huh. So the fact that she's just left Gabrielle there when she clearly mm. knew something was going to happen long enough in advance that she could set up a dummy with a watermelon. Where the fuck were they carrying that around? I, yeah, I wondered about that as Right, well. listen. <laughs> some, I've got to say something about this watermelon. We didn't. I didn't okay. say this in the previous one, but it's bothered me. In the previous okay. attempt at this podcast, I didn't even say it, but it's bothered me instead. Like, the, a watermelon is a large, heavy, and mm. bulky object to carry around. Is this travelling yes. food? Would they be carrying a watermelon? Like, it's very poor uh, calorie to weight ratio. It's mostly just water. Well, like, it's sugar. I suppose it's sugar and water. There's a bit of energy there. I think it's very weak. You know what I guess? Is, and, and is it native to Greece? Oh, who, who cares about know. that? Who cares about that? Um, interestingly enough, none, actually, none of our listeners are are we even in Greece? Because <laughs> you know that Xena, after all this time, that we you yeah. know, do you think of Xena as Greek? Well, not really. Okay, but do you think that the character Xena is ostensibly supposed to be Greek? Greekish. Yeah, no, she's Bulgarian. <laughs> well, yeah, Thrace, Thracian. Yeah, which is in, in Trace. Yeah. which is in Bulgaria, modern day Bulgaria. So really, she's Bulgarian, which explains the Bulgarian beat of the theme music, doesn't it? Well, it, mm, I I think it's actually in Macedonia. No, it's in Bulgaria. It's on the Wikipedia page. Well, okay, <laughs> it's on Wikipedia. Well, well, okay. It must be true. Well, citation needed. I would um, say it's a it, well. The citation is from an interview with Lucy Lawless, so she would know. Well. Okay. okay. Anyway, so is it native to Bulgaria or Greece or any of the other <sighs> random countries where they 
<laughs> I feel like we're possibly over focusing on the watermelon now. <laughs> <laughs> but how can it's we done not? its bit. It's, it's played the its most part. interesting. Is it the most interesting round green thing in this episode? <laughs> yes, actually, it is. <laughs> Let's let's crack on. So Xena takes out these these three thugs one one by one, as is as is the way of idiot thugs. Mm. And Gabrielle sleeps all through this. Oh yeah, only she can waking sleep through up. a bomb drop in this girl. I know, I know. And she only wakes up because because Xena calls her name and um, needs some assistance in performing an emergency tracheotomy on on one of these on one yeah. of these guys. Another another <laughs> medical procedure that Xena invented. She is the the mother of invention. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so she man- manages yeah. to save this guy's life, and uh, they they get him to a, a tavern, so to generic tavern. Um, where he he seems to be doing okay, despite having taken a, a dagger to the throat and then another dagger slightly lower down in the throat to to save him from the first dagger in the throat. Huh. Yeah, I mean, okay. I, I find it difficult to believe that a dagger in the throat would not cause you to bleed to death. And also, know. she says, "I'm I'm going to cut I'm going to cut a, a second hole for you to going to rip you a new one." Yeah. Um, to to breathe through, and you'll just need to breathe through that and while your windpipe heals. <clears throat> Cool. Yeah, right. Cool, cool, I've got cool, a question, cool. right? Yeah. Why couldn't he breathe through the hole that was made by the original knife? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if the issue is, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I'm not sure that I don't know where Zena got her medical degree, but mm, mm. I might be having to put in a complaint to the administrators. <laughs> She's no house MD. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Anyway, it, it suddenly it suddenly turns out of nowhere. It turns very stormy, and we and we get doomy tunes in the background, mm-hmm. and uh, and we see some weird stuff happening with some chains and some manacles. We don't really know what the context is, but kinky. it's obviously something a bit bit spooky, bit a kinky. Bit kinky's going on, yeah, yeah. But Zena instantly Spook- knows what it is. Of all the things that yeah. it could be, she instantly hones in on what it, exactly what it is, as if she's been waiting for it to happen. Um, yeah, which is bizarre. She's like, "Oh, it's the screams of Prometheus," and everyone else is like, "Uh, eh? 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 It's like, oh, that's eh? weird. It, it, eh? it kind of sounded like a sounded like a Wookie, but okay, <laughs> I guess it's actually Chewbacca. It's the screams of Chewbacca. Yeah. Um, yeah, like it's biz- it, it, that the whole thing is just biz- it's just weird to me. Like she immediately yeah. knows what it is. She immediately knows what she needs to do, and this yes. is explained later. That Hercules mm-hmm. had told her this secret of what to do if Prometheus was ever chained up. Now this seems like an oddly <laughs> pe- just just it, on the off chance that an oddly specific, specific thing to talk about. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and we have in this franchise, like we've not watched it recently, but we mm. have in this franchise basically seen every moment that Hercules and Xena were together. Yeah. So, when did they have this conversation? Um and why? How did it come about? Like, did he give her a list of very unlikely things that might happen <laughs> and what to do in if they the happen? event of Prometheus yeah. being bound by the gods? In the event of Prometheus your emergency being bound exits by the gods. are here, yeah. here, and here. <laughs> it's, <laughs> yeah. it's like you know, it's like um, 
It's like that meme that I sent you after you finally finished watching Revenge of the Sith. Oh, God. <laughs> Where Anakin's screaming, I hate you! And then in slightly smaller text, and give my lightsaber to my son when he's old enough. You know, it's like, when was this, <laughs> When did these conversations happen? Um, anyway, yeah. very odd. Um, well, it, it's I, never it really took me ex- so many goes to finish that film. I ended up watching it in 10 minute bursts because that's all I could bear. It was dreadful. It's not even the worst one of the franchise. I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, in fact, of the prequels, I would say it's the best one. Yeah, and but I'd yet, already watched the prequels and I, I was just... I'd had enough. You'd watched the others and you were like, do I really need to finish this? Do I really? Yeah. Do I have to? Um, yeah. It's kind of how I felt about the last episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not this one so much. This one's a bit better, I guess. A bit. Mm. Um, but Anyway, so, luckily, yeah. luckily Hercules has told Dina what to do in the event of hearing a Wookiee and realising it's actually Prometheus. Um, yeah. he, so so she sets off down the Elibrick Road, off to see the Oracle. Off to see the so, wizard? No, wait. <laughs> yeah. Off to and, see um, the oracle, the scantily clad oracle. Scantily clad. <laughs> because, lo and behold, um, when they get to the temple, it's one of those sexy dancing oracles. Um, so there's these three scantily clad little wafting chiffon doing dancing to some drum beat. Don't know who's playing the drums. Whatever. Yeah. Um, and they're dressed up in different outfits. It's bizarre. They're wearing red, blue, and green like a fucking Mass Effect 3 ending. Ha ha ha, there's a reference that you won't get. (laughs) Shout out to anyone who gets that reference. Not me. Not this old woman. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, the main Oracle one, right? She was very familiar to me, this actress, right? And I was like, "Mm, where do I know her from? Um, but I realised it quite quickly where I know from. It's from Xena Warrior Princess because she plays <laughs> another role in like two episodes time. She's just in a different okay. role. Now this this franchise does this shit all the time. Like Lucy Lawless yeah. played a different role on Hercules literally mm-hmm. three episodes before her multi-episode yeah, arc where she played we've Xena. We've talked about that before. And then she went <laughs> on to play, re- play that character again, that original character again. Yes. In season two of Hercules, after she had already started to star in her own Xena <laughs> spin-off, and it's like, and, okay, and we're going to see her as different characters in Xena as oh, well. Oh yeah, obviously, but like, yeah, um, you know, the reuse of of actors is really obvious sometimes. New New but, Zealand's not not a well populated country. Yeah, I guess. Hmm. I guess. Uh, so this actor, this actress, uh, who's playing the chief, um. Oracle. Oracle, that's the word. The chief Oracle person here. Um, she plays an Amazon. Um, and not yeah. really a very important Amazon in the scheme of things in the show, but mm-hmm. in fanfic, she oh. comes up quite a lot. Okay. <laughs> because she's a named to. because she's a named Amazon. Oh, she has a name. Yeah, she's a <laughs> named Amazon. <laughs> and in the one of the most iconic episodes of season two, The Quest. Um, there oh, is yes. a scene where she um, has to hold her bra up by cupping her own breasts and holding them for about five minutes. Oh, and that her. really impressed itself on the mind of many lesbians. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, she plays an Amazon called Solari. Okay. Solari. Yes. Yeah. Solari. So, um, 
So yeah, um, she's in quite a it lot all of. Comes, it all comes back. Quite a lot of Cena fanfic involves the Amazons. I mean, for obvious reasons. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, she's quite often and... a, a featured side character in that. Sometimes hooked up with Ebony, yeah. sometimes with other random characters. I think I read a fic once where they had where they redeemed Callisto and had her hook up with Solari, yeah. which was nice. Nice. <laughs> nice. Uh, so yeah, there you go. That's who that is. Anyway, so it turn, turns out that, that what Xena has to do is, for, for unknown reasons, she has to climb into the moor of no, no, a, no, listen. A, a giant... It oh, turns God, out what that what Xena has to do is nothing for no reason, because it's all shite. <laughs> like, all this peril. She's got to climb into a, a, the skull of a big lizard or something. That's maybe foreshadowing. Um, <laughs> And then she has to grab a a a, a, t- a tablet with stuff written on it, and then bring it back out before the candle, like burns through, burns through a rope, rope. Or, uh, uh, and then uh, you know it gets destroyed on the way out, and then she's like, yeah, oh, it's, no. uh, but it, it doesn't it doesn't matter because it, it, it was just matter. MacGuffin. It it didn't it, it was didn't, to show it, that it, she... it said nothing on it. It was nonsense. So like that was like yeah, five was, minutes of my life her, I'll never get back. It was to back. prove her commitment to the task. I guess. You know, yeah. Five minutes of my life, I'll never get back there. Yeah, but still, <laughs> it was nice to see Solari before she was Solari, I guess. <laughs> Bye. See you in a couple episodes. Yeah. See, you, see soon. you in the Amazon episode. Soon. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so she the the directions she then gets is say go go to Vulcan Mountain to the cave of Hephaestus and to I, the cave of Spock. Isn't isn't Hephaestus is Vulcan? Um, isn't Vulcan the Roman? Maybe the Roman name for Hephaestus. Anyway, maybe. Um, so go go to go I'll to find Fire it. Mountain. Uh, yeah, I'll Google it. Wait a minute. <laughs> Welcome um, to Wonka's re- Research Corner. Yeah, you were meant to make me a jingle for this. <laughs> meant to um, like what you? I asked you to like twenty minutes before we started recording. Could you make me a jingle yeah. for Wonko has done some Greek mythological research, um, and you said I'll knock something up. I see nothing. So well, typical. Um, for a moment, you were serious. I'm always serious. When have you ever oh, known me to be serious. less than serious? <laughs> well, look, why why are you doing like your reading. Susie Dent? No, it's fine. Uh, Hephaestus is with, Vulcan. With you're the right. Corner. We're the same guy. Yes. Okay. So they might as well so say anyway, so go she's... to Mount Spock. Yes. Or Mount Tuvok, if you're going to be modern. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what what happens next? What happens next, friend? Um, don't they come across a really quite funny, traveling um, souvenir salesman? <laughs> they, they, they head <laughs> off. They head off towards Mount Spock. Yeah. Um, Off to Mount Spock. And oh, this is important. Bef- before they, before they, before that bit you've just mentioned, um, the oracle says, "Oh, one more thing about the sword." And then we don't hear what the thing is about the sword. But immediately after that, Zena says to Gabrielle, "If uh, if anything should happen to me, you know, if big if, but if if anything happens to me, you know, what what would you do?" And Gabrielle says, "I'd I'd go to the academy in Athens and become a." A bard. Oh, for so that, that's gonna oh. that's gonna come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah so we don't um, know. There's something. There's a. There's something about 
what will happen if you use the sword. Cut to Gabrielle. What would you do if I died? Mm, uh, what, uh, whoa, yeah. what, I wonder what it is that'll happen yeah. if she uses the sword, guys. <laughs> big tension yeah. there. Big mystery. Um, and then, and yeah. you're right. So they they then come across this this guy in a tent. It's basically it's Borat, isn't it? Is it? It should have been Salmonius. That would have been good, wouldn't it? We'll meet him yeah, in a we'll, few episodes' we'll, time. But we'll meet, like, we'll this meet is him a, later. He's so, well, he's been in Hercules before, but this is um, he's sort of it's sort of a Salmonius like mm. character we've got yeah. here. This guy who's trying to sell it. It reminds me of <laughs> tell you what it was like. It was like all the hawkers trying to sell you shit if you're in if you ever go to Rome to the Vatican. It's like here. <laughs> You couldn't buy I'm some unlikely ever to shitty... do that, but okay. You're never gonna go Oh well I mean like you don't need to be you don't need to be into it to go to be interested if you don't need to be part of the religion to go. Oh, okay. Well no, yeah, and yeah, well, literally you don't probably... but I mean it's interesting in general to go and see the architecture and the Yeah the paintings and the you know, all of the tremendous wealth that is hoarded by the Catholic Church while people starve outside. <laughs> Um, I can say that sort of thing because I'm a Catholic, you know. I was brought up in the religion, so I'm allowed to criticize them. Yeah. Um. Yeah, like you know, guys selling you shitty plaster of Paris models of the yeah that that's Empire what State Building. Is, he's, and, like... he's he's selling. Did I say Empire State of... Building? I meant mm. St Paul's Basilica, oh, St Peter's, St Peter's. The fuck is wrong okay. with me? Right, carry on. <laughs> Sorry, the will. Missed the will. <laughs> I'm not in a great. This is not great this week, guys. I'm sorry. I didn't make any notes because I was eating while I was watching the episode, and I can't do two things at once. Can you and tell? Can been, you tell, listener? Oh, it's been a bit of a week. We lost the bit where I was explaining why, and I can't be bothered going into it again, yeah, other than just to say, true. you know, just sort of fuck the government, really. Yeah. Um, fuck the government with rusty pitchforks. That's that's your jingle for this week. <laughs> Okay. I'll add, I'll add the ukulele later. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, yeah uh, Zena uh, decides to leave Gabrielle behind with this um really really um not sketchy at all guy. Um, after yeah. she gets the directions to the mountain. Um. Yes. So then she gets to the cave. You know, she goes to the cave. La la la. And lo and behold, um. Oh, a bunch no, of guys more... with bad hats. No, helmet heads. Appear. Helmet heads. A bunch of other guys with terrible hats. And these guys are loyal to Hera, who is the big yes. antagonist of this episode, who we see a little bit. But not well, much. We see her eyes, don't we? we, we yeah, we, we see, see her, her big eyes. peacock eyes. That's the way that she appears, yeah. always appears in Hercules episodes, isn't it? Um, Because she's yeah. kind of uh, Hercules' big big bad Nemesis. isn't she you know that's yeah, yeah they they hate each other um and it's really it's her fault because she um didn't she murder well in the series canon she killed mm. his wife and children yes in mythology she made him go mad so he killed his wife and children yeah um which i think that the series just dispensed with that idea in order to make him more sympathetic. <laughs> yes, I think that's probably a good, a good uh, editorial choice, directorial choice. Yeah, and this is um, all because she's jealous because her husband Zeus fucked another woman. But if she's going to be like this every time Zeus fucks another woman, I mean, he goes yeah. about fucking other women a lot. It's mainly what he does, I think. It's it? his main thing in the form of yeah. like he goes and fucks another woman. 
as an old man, ghost and fucks another woman as a swan. Yeah, uh, I, think, I think we've I think we've talked about all this before. Have we? Have we? And yeah, the swan I thing. So. I love the swan thing. Yeah, he goes and rapes this woman as a swan, and then she mm. gives. Then she lays several eggs. Like Jesus. what the fuck? Greek mythology. <laughs> what the fuck? Bring it, bringing it back, bringing it back to the episode. We we get we get one of those fight scenes. Um, fight, 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 fight. And we get some really hilarious wobbly scenery. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of polystyrene going <laughs> yeah, on yeah, yeah. In, over the over the next few minutes. Um, and it's basically there's one little corridor of polystyrene stones that she keeps running around and, and different booby mm. traps are laid for her and she spot, she sets them off and then the helmet heads get taken out by these. these it's a bit like... Um, uh, Indiana Jones and the the Last Crusade, kind of the the booby traps in the in the yeah. I guess the that's end, what it, and it's, it's a bit like that. When we do finally see the sword, it is a bit like that, isn't it? You know, it's sitting on a a pedestal. Yeah, with, so she, with yeah, light it's kind coming of, on it. You know, yeah, <laughs> it's the sword in the stone, and with not yeah. not too much effort, she pulls the sword out of the stone, and out she goes, out away from the cave, and who should be waiting outside for her, but Hercules in what I'd forgotten about these his awful awful horrible plaited leather trousers. <laughs> oh, can you imagine? Can you imagine trying to peel them off? In? Jesus. Ah, oh, horrid. He must sweat a lot I'm with not his a, job, you know. I, yeah, I know. Of wandering I'm, I'm adventuring not to. Yeah. He must maybe maybe if he like layers them up with like talcum powder before he pulls them on, I don't know. Yeah. Does that work or would that just make a paste? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> if any of Plaster you of listening have ever worn leather trousers and sweated in them, write in yeah. and let us know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just, um, just help make it even better or worse. Yeah. So they, anyway, they so here he a, is, Kevin a... Sorbo in his first his first um guest role in Xena Warrior Princess and last yeah. for a really long time. He doesn't appear again until I think season six. Yeah. Maybe season five. Might have been season five. Yeah. Um yeah, doesn't appear again for ages and ages and ages and ages, which is good because I don't really Yeah, like good him. news friends. <laughs> <laughs> no. no. Now the last so we they, saw they them a... they were on friendly terms and yet they immediately start to fight. Mm, why? Yeah, a bit of a bit of a scuffle. Mysterious. Over over who gets to to have this sword that that no, Zena's just. No, I want the sword. <laughs> Playground bitch fight. <laughs> it's my sword. <laughs> Daddy Zeus, Zena's not sharing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, so so she backflips onto Argo and oh onto oh my the god oh my and... god oh my god. My thing stopped what? recording. No, it didn't. I'm lying. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> And she rides off, leaves him in the dust, because um, she's yeah. determined that she she's going to be the one to strike the blow that that frees Prometheus. Although unspecified awfulness may um, ensue from that from that act. Yep. So meanwhile, where do we go next? Well, yes, Gabriel we have a is meanwhile back in the tent with the guy trying to yep. sell, still trying to sell with Borat, things. and then in walks Aeolus. Right, so we've got the two heroes of their various shows have met up. Yeah. 
And now we have the two sidekicks of the two shows have made up. Um, and I think and that I was going to say, is, I, sorry, sorry, oh, you carry on. on. No, you go on. No, you. Okay, no, fine. You. Fine then. Um, Xena and Hercules look okay together, don't they? Do you know what I mean? Like, they don't look ridiculously... Oh, no, yeah, that's what you mean. Yeah, uh, no, like, with this. Uh, Kevin Sorbo mm. is 10 years older than, than Lucy Lawless, right? Mm. But doesn't really look it at this point. Um, yeah. Whereas Michael Hurst is 13 years older than Renny O'Connor, and he fucking looks it. Like, he looks haggard. He looks old enough to be her dad. In this episode, he, he I think he doesn't look haggard, but but she is quite she is quite baby faced. Yeah, I mean stage, he's I she's twenty four and looks nineteen, and he's mm. pushing forty and looks forty five. You know, yeah. like um, so this is relevant because of what they do at the end, because of what the the writers make gives. them do at the end. Um, that's what, which I girls do. never liked, uh, and not just because I'm a lesbian. <laughs> But it just doesn't no, it's look... it's a bit icky. It's a bit icky. It's a bit... Ugh. And especially because yeah. Eolus is a ladies' man and kind of pr- promiscuous. <laughs> Prometheus promiscuous, no. Um, However, so you talk about being a ladies' man, but what I quite liked about this scene is Eolus comes in and he says, uh, I'm, looking for, I'm looking for my friend. Have you seen him? And it's, <laughs> it's, it's the equivalent. It's the equivalent to the scene we had a couple of weeks ago. So he yeah. comes in, have you seen my friend? tall kind of handsome big muscles it's exactly how gabrielle described xena as you know yeah. tall dark deadly and um i i kind of it's it's exactly the same sort of gay ass description that that gabrielle yeah. gives, for, gives for well yeah. if they were you know it's funny isn't it really that xena and gabrielle are the gay icons that come out of this mm. whole franchise considering that hercules and eolus if you were to actually yeah be um faithful to the mythology should be the gay ones yeah. like literally mm-hmm. they were they were gay for each other well not they gay were, they were a thing they well not gay thing. they were everyone in all the men in ancient greece were bi weren't they yeah. but they <laughs> yeah but that that would that hercules and eolus was a thing there is supposedly yes. uh supposedly yes. there was a, a i mean hercules and eolus weren't real obviously they were they were myths but um <laughs> but there was like a, a clarification yeah but uh, there apparently was supposedly uh, a statue to Eolus in Thebes yeah. where gay men would go and get married, <laughs> like basically nice. have like essentially ancient Greek weddings, um, yeah, in front of Eolus's statue, which is like sort of hilarious uh, that the TV show <laughs> turns him into uh, basically a horn dog womanizer whose only concern yeah. is getting as much pussy as possible. and that's what got him into trouble with Xena in the first place that's how she was so easily able to turn him against his so-called best friend his so-called BFF that's true you know that's true he is definitely uh, hoes before bros this boy Uh, any woman (laughs) he can get his head turned by anyone so in fact you you just said that whole BFF thing Gabrielle (laughs) clicks that he knows Hercules oh my god you know Hercules and he says Oh, he's he's only my best friend. Yeah. So so gay. Show off. So gay. What a show off yeah. prick. Uh, but yeah, she's not yeah. actually that interested in Hercules. She's just like, mm, here is a bit of what is it like MLM WLW solidarity. Uh, give me some. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> give me some tips on how to deal with being friends with a famous person. <laughs> 
that's yeah, that's it. That's. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they they start talking about this, and then in walks Zena, and they she and Yolus kind of make eye contact, and it all gets a bit um, Orktown babe, a bit tense. Bit tense there, yeah, yeah, a little bit tense. Mm-hmm. She's all. Gabrielle says, "You know him," and there's kind of this un, unspoken. Yeah, yeah, she's I, like I shagged him bub- biblically. Yeah, yeah, I. <laughs> I, I, I screwed him in every way imaginable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, so they yeah. quickly fuck off and off screen, Xena explains the history. Um, and then they're in a yeah. barn. Um, so this is quite cool, this scene in the barn. Uh, well, not cool, but mm. like, it's the first time in this scene in the barn where all four of them are on screen at the same time. Yes. Um, and I think, in fact, this episode is the only time in the whole of um, the Xena slash Hercules franchise that they are all in the same episode. Fun fact. That is a fun fact. Well, it's fact. I'm not sure if it's fun or not, but it's a well, fun it's funnish. Yeah. So, anyway. so we have a we have a big old fight scene here where. Fight, fight, fight. Um, Everyone Many except fight. except Gabrielle, who does not fight at this stage, is well. She's is holding a pitchfork old... just in case. She's she's holding a rake and going rah rah. Yeah, go get him, get and him. Rah. Hercules is also fighting with a rake. That's an interesting thing about Hercules that he very rarely actually yeah. fights with a sword. He just fights with his fists and whatever is available. Um, yeah. Whereas Eolus does fight with a sword. So, but in this well, scene, uh, during yeah. all this fight, fight, fight with the guys with the bad hats and all that, these are also mm. like Hera's guys again. Yeah. Um. In this scene, um, Michael Hurst actually broke his arm. Oh, did he? <laughs> the guy who plays the he actually broke his arm during one of the takes. Um, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, which is why I, one. Sorry, one note I did make was that I I actually really like his fighting style. It's very different, and all th- the three of them that are fighting have very very different fighting styles. And Hercules is he's just a big muscle Mary, really, isn't he? <laughs> um. <laughs> And and Zena has her gravity defying. Yeah. Getting a, let, let's just say she's getting a sexual thrill from this. She gets off on it. Okay. But that's is, a bit harsh. Well, don't you think? No, she gets. Uh, well, I, I guess a bit. She does, probably gets her juices going. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but can you but kick Yolus with is, them? No, sorry, we're getting ahead of ourselves there. We are. But Yolus's fighting style is it's much more acrobatic, and there's a kind of yeah. um, a wrestling element to it i think it's i think it's actually really really good fun to watch much much more interesting than hercules fighting style Gre- greco-roman wrestling i mean no subtext yeah. there yeah but there's there's quite a lot of playfulness <laughs> and tricksiness about the, the way he fights although i say we we, we won't see very much of it but good that, note, that's more from watching i'm gonna be honest hercules. i was on my phone during watching it so i didn't really pay attention <laughs> <laughs> as you said in the in yeah. the the podcast that wasn't but the respect for the listener is just shining through. It, it, is. it um, is. Yeah, anyway, so you yeah, use your time, friends. During, yeah, <laughs> totally. So during this scene, uh, in one of the takes, not the take that they kept, mm. they did two takes of the fight, clearly. And obviously yeah. they, they used the take uh, where he didn't break his arm. And you could like yes. apparently there was an audible snap ah. of his arm breaking. Which Don't is like why that. which is why we have uh, once again, a disclaimer in the end of this episode, uh, yes. um, which we, yes, yes. this is the first time since the baby episode where we've got a disclaimer yeah. in the credits. And the yeah. first part of the disclaimer says, um, 
Aeolus was harmed in the production of this motion picture. So it's kind of yes. meta. Like it's he does get injured in the show yeah. in cat in in universe. He gets injured during this fight, which becomes important later. But he yeah. actually got badly hurt <laughs> as well. Did I forgot that if I ever in knew it? Life. Good, it's so, a good note. Well done. Well done. Yeah. So like talking about um, respect. I mean, I have researched this. I've I can go on. <laughs> Hercules dash Xena fandom dot fandom dot com. I can go on. <laughs> I can go on the fandom wiki with the best of them. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so the the scene ends with the guy, some rando, pulling the 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 relevant sword out of Xena's off Xena's back, which is quite frankly not very secure. Um. Yeah. And then immediately trying to hit them with it, but Hercules blocks it with his gauntlet, and boom. The guy holding the sword is turned to ash, and there we go. Uh, whoever yeah, uses I've, the sword, I've will got die. A note to say he he becomes instant kitty litter. <laughs> <laughs> he does just sort of crumble. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, and so it turns. He turn. It turns out that because Hercules, uh, his gauntlets were forged by Hephaestus, yeah. as were the chains that are holding Prometheus. When when the sword meets that that kind of metal, bad things ensue. Yeah, this is um, yeah. this is Hera's way of ensuring that no one will try to yeah free get him. well. No one will try to free Prometheus. Yeah. Um. Has have we had the bit where she taunts him yet, or not? Can't even remember. Yeah, yeah. I think we have. Did we talk I about it? Because yeah. there's one no, thing I want. We to didn't say. talk about it because it was very brief and not, well, not very interesting. I don't understand this. It's a bit weird to me. Why did they film it the way they filmed it? Did was the actor they got to play Prometheus um like what could he not speak or something? Because they've got Don't know. I they just have that. him writhing around and not actually moving his lips and yet Yeah. And then dubbed over? Like it's it's weird. I don't understand. I don't yeah, get it. So it's like tele- telepathic communication or something, which it is puzzling because as we know from last week the titans can talk and prometheus is a titan i think isn't he well anyway he is in mythology he's a titan yeah i think yeah. but I in this so he's just i i don't know what they what the deal with him is he's meant to be a god is he meant to be i don't think it's i don't think they go into it but he's, he's a titan don't anyway really so go into that's it, but yeah. yeah i i wondered did he look the part but not. But was he like sliced alone? Could could he just not be understood when he opened his mouth? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't get it. It's weird. I don't get it. Mm. Everything to do mm. with everything that um to do with Prometheus, like the look of him and the location and the mm. stuff that happens around him, um, is awful. <laughs> yeah, just bad. Yeah, she's like, uh, oh yeah, this is where she gives her justification for why she's doing this to him. Because she wants to break the spirit of mankind or whatever, like why does she hate people? No one knows. I don't care. Um, and then yeah, she's like, just "There are for plot reasons. There are other creatures much more worthy." And what does she mean? Some fucking giant lizard thing that looks like the CGI that uh, from like a PS One game. <laughs> <laughs> this flying pterodactyl thing. Yeah, yeah I can see how that's, that's better. I can see how that's better, Hera. I can see how that would be a better thing. And I suppose that's what lays the stupid green eggs. That so. <laughs> the dumb Again, green we're, eggs. We're, jump, we're jumping the gun with the, the horrible green egg business. Yeah, okay. I do not like green eggs in ham. Well, no. <laughs> There's issues. plenty of ham. Issues with Dr. Zeus. There's plenty of hammy shit in this episode. 
Anywho, Carry on. so the upshot of all this is that Hercules and Xena agree that they're going to have to work together on this whole project. Um, they, well, we'll kind of work out the finer details later as to which of us gets to die horribly, um, mm. landing, the, landing the killer blow. In the meantime, Gabrielle's kind of um, cozying up to, to Aeolus. Oh, yeah, um, as you do. There is yeah, a try, male try get... person. There is a female person. Yeah, inevitably. These things go together. Blah, blah, blah. Mm. It's like, you know, okay, whatever. Yeah. Um, they're together. They're on, they have like a 10 minute conversation, it feels like, in this entirety of this episode. Um, yeah. at, at the end of which Gabrielle declares that they are soulmates. So, okay. <laughs> She's constantly saying everyone's their soulmate. Honestly, this girl. I know. I, I wondered if it was worth the, the jingle this week. It's not really. Potential soulmate, soulmate of the week, but it's, no. it's so I feel fleeting. like that is a one episode joke. Oh, Aww, was a lot of effort to make it. We'll not, use it again. Lot, then. We'll use it again. It, it, got, it got good feedback. Oh yeah, that's right. Danny liked it. Thanks, Danny. Did the people clamor for more. Yeah, thanks, Danny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. Uh, anyway, so then there's there's quite a tedious scene um, where I could be describing any I, scene. <laughs> uh, I yeah, I just felt I felt a little bit queasy about this. So they they're arguing about which one of them's going to um, take take the blow, um, and Zena says she should do it because the world needs Hercules. Uh, beg to differ. Uh, yeah, same. <laughs> so I stopped. Making, I stopped taking notes for quite a long time. Is at this that point, before or after it... they realised that Eolus is hurt and needs to stay behind? Um, Gabrielle's realised, but uh, oh no, no, they haven't realised. So that that happens um, just after that. Mm. So they're they for some reason they're going up through the inside of the mountain rather than climbing the outside. Okay. Um, Shrug. And there's a there's a there's a rock. Well, form. Hercules um, knows the way, you know. He he's got this whole. He's got he's prepared yeah. for this eventual scenario. For some reason. Yeah. <laughs> like, for, for some reason. What else has he got um, in his little book of things that might happen? <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Who knows? So they're they're going up through all these tunnels and and passages, and and there's a terrible rockfall, and and Hercules saves them by holding up several chunks of polystyrene. Yeah. Because um, he's so strong, um, man. He can do that. Yeah. Yeah, and and this is when they realise that that um, Eolus has a has an injury and, and Michael has got hands, a little hands it up quite quite nicely. It's, got, well, yeah, it's, yeah. it's just a flesh wound. It's just it's a flesh just wound. A, Tis but a scratch. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. But with Prometheus bound and humanity unable to heal themselves, a scratch is enough to kill you, man. So yeah, he's sidelined, and Gabriel I mean, it probably would be anyway. I mean, it looks it's the sort of thing. Isn't that how Khal yeah. Drogo died in Game of Thrones? He got a little bit I, I of a scratch on his tummy, I've and never then watched it. don't. I mean, don't bother now. <laughs> like, no, I won't. I bet that I'm pretty sure that is what happened. He got a little bit of a scratch on his tummy, which became infected, yeah. and then he died. Well, I mean, there's more to it, but basically, he got sep. He got like sepsis, septicemia, whatever. Yeah, yeah. From this infected cut, uh, and that looks just as bad a cut, to be honest. Like. <laughs> like, yeah, um, it's a nasty, it's a nasty gash. It's a bit of a nasty gash. It could do with some stitches. 
at least anyway, a, bit so of, at least a bit of glue, some staples. I don't he's know. sidelined. He's he's sent off for a blood injury. Gabrielle's going to stay with him. Yeah. They all say their soppy farewells, and her and can always do this. This is manly quite hug. Sort of sweet. How Gabrielle's like, please don't yeah, kill yourself just, and leave me all alone. <laughs> just don't don't strike the blow. Yeah, it's kind of nice. It's it's quite sweet. Um, and then we get more vomit-inducing scenes of, of Xena oh. telling Hercules how he's changed her life, which uh, yeah. are true, I guess. I guess. But yeah, it's 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 very sentimental and heterosexual, and I don't, don't like it. It's very straight, yeah. And then he's like, you yeah. know, after my wife died, I never thought I'd meet another woman. Oh, uh, and you're like, you, you, do you meet multiple other women? Like, mythological Hercules yeah. was married four times, had a bunch of lovers, male and female. You don't give a shit, pal. <laughs> like... <laughs> anyway, it turns out Zena's only coming on to him so she can get her hands on his sword. Well, and, no, I um... mean, like, is she, you know... It's ambiguous, yeah. but she's using it, it is, basically. It is ambiguous, but... As but ever, bad... she uses it to her advantage, yeah. but she doesn't quite manage yeah. it this time. Bad news, Hercules. That is the only weapon she wants to play with today. <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel, like, when they do the kissing, do you feel it's kind of... Do they have much chemistry, the two of them? Do, do you... I'm not so sure about it, to I, be honest. I mean, they're just both I'm quite attractive sure. people. Like, is that enough? I don't I don't know. Um, but it, it does feel... Like I said at the beginning, it feels more like a Hercules episode than a Xena episode. And mm. the Xena we see in this episode doesn't quite fit the Xena we've, who's been developing over the last few episodes, I don't think. Do, you know, I don't know. I meh. guess I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we have we don't know well enough yet, I suppose. But I guess if we if we if we take off our we already know this character really well from having seen yeah these episodes over and over yeah. <laughs> blinders, then I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, so meanwhile, back in the back in the tunnels, um, Gabrielle and Yolas are having deep and meaningful conversations and suddenly the the torches start flowing out so not only have we lost the ability to heal ourselves now we've lost the gift of fire as well so you know finally man jeez finally luckily the studio lights are still working so (laughs) they can see to to have this conversation and um xena and and hercules can see well enough to to find the the foot of the passage where they're gonna they're gonna climb up um at which point Zena takes the pommel of her sword to the back of Hercules's head, knocks him out. Take that peanut. Have... <laughs> yeah, take that peanut. <laughs> and then she kisses um, his unconscious body, which is gross as well. Yeah, I don't like don't like that either. But she she does also tell her. So the, the moment before she knocks him out, she says, "By the way, Gabrielle wants to go to the go to Bard School in Athens." So he's like, oh, what? Can you pay for my friend's college? (laughs) Yeah, basically. (laughs) Pay my friend's tuition. Um, But I mean, like, if she wants him to remember that, maybe she shouldn't give him, immediately give him brain damage. Yeah. Like, if you hit someone hard enough, like, movies don't, TV and movies give a really irresponsible view of this. If you hit someone hard enough to knock them unconscious, you have caused brain damage. Um. And you could very well kill them without meaning to as well, because you don't know what you've done to their brain, you know. <laughs> yeah, sing- single punch isn't isn't a defence. No, famously, uh, famously, is that famous? Well, it, it it comes up from time to time. Does it? Okay. Not not famous. Maybe not famous. 
again, I think we're focusing on the wrong thing. Probably. What 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 we finally come to, Zena climbs up this cliff face, and again, the note I've made is, oh god, stupid green eggs. So we finally oh, got man, to the, this the is green egg so... stage. What? You know, I right. hate the green eggs. You know, it's like, <laughs> what the fuck? What in yeah. the actual fuck? Um, Again, it's it's more it is more like a it's more like a Hercules episode because Hercules tends to have more in the way of kind of monsters and creatures, whereas Xena tends oh, to be man. more around. Zena, yeah, Zena's and, enemies and are generally and gods. Yeah, yeah. Zena's enemies are generally bad people rather than gods. Yeah, because like, you know, because that's what she is. She's she was a bad person, and now she has to. Yeah, it's like you know, uh, it's like comic books. You know, the 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 villains attached to various heroes are always people who exactly match them. You know, yeah. so all the all all of Iron Man's villains are um, guys in suits. And all of Spider Man's mm. villains are guys who have the powers of animals and that sort of thing. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's a quote from Lucy Lawless: "Those Eggmen, oh, oh my god, the worst costuming ever! Like something out of an Ed Wood movie." <laughs> <laughs> and she's not wrong, is she? No, it's it's pretty poor. Like, what the fuck even is this? Uh, these lizard egg guys. I don't know. They, they hatch out of eggs, which presumably that flying thing laid, but they're I not guess. things like that. They're guys, they're human guys in outfits yeah. and p- coloured green. And a lot of green, green body paint a lot of patchily green applied. Body paint. It's, like, it's shit. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, not, I'm sorry, there's just no, no two ways about it. It is shit. Okay? Yes. It's really bad. It's yes. one of the worst things. And it's sort of like... Is it and and then later a couple of minutes later, Zena gets grabbed by the flying lizard and taken up into the air. Yeah, and that's the stupid really as well. bad computer generated imagery. The the really terrible yeah. CGI of it's this very bad. It's so bad. <laughs> I mean, I think even for the standard of the day, bad. I mean, they had very low yeah. budget, obviously. Yeah. And I just think, if I could give some advice to the production <laughs> team of this thirty year old show, yeah. Um, if you can't show something good, don't show it. <laughs> yeah, I'll say, often often writing advice says, don't tell, show. But sometimes, sometimes actually, don't just, show. just tell, don't um, show. It's like, okay to tell. Example, Jaws. This. No, example, oh, yeah. Jaws, okay? Yeah, now, yeah, yeah. Jaws is a, a movie which has stood the test of time. Because largely because I think you hardly ever see the shark. You yeah. only see the shark right at the end, and it really kind of ruins all tension when you do, because like you're just laughing at yeah. how shit it looks. Uh, right, but that's what they've been scared of. <laughs> everything, everything up to then, you actually see from the point of view of the shark, and it makes yeah. it much better. And yeah. the reason for that is yeah. because the shark animatronic thing that they built didn't really work very well, and so they had to kind of change their plan. They yeah. were support. They were they intended to film more of the shark, um, but they, it really wouldn't. When it wasn't very waterproof, so it didn't really work very well in water, which is not great for a shark, you know. <laughs> for a shark. Um, and so they were forced to improvise, and it actually made it better, like much much scarier. Anything you can imagine yeah. is scarier than anything they can show. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's my advice to you guys, people who made Zina Warrior Princess in nineteen ninety five. Um, maybe he shouldn't have shown that thing because it's not 
not kids. <laughs> so we, we hope you've taken that on board. Yeah. And, um, we'll, we'll see improved performance in, in the forthcoming episodes. Yeah. But obviously um, Hercules it gets better and it brings up, fights his way back up. So he's, meanwhile, he's fighting with all the blah, blah, blah. The egg I tell you, guys. he's not getting better. I tell you, he's not getting better. That's Eolus. He's looking decidedly mm, a peaky. Bit, a bit peaky, yeah. He's bit, looking very it's peaky. It's a bit poorly. He's right, proper poorly. He's, prop, he's right, proper, proper poorly. poorly. Eolus. He's right, proper poorly. Yeah. Um, so Gabriel's You give two stories. pounds a month to restore the <laughs> power of humanity to heal itself. Call 0800... This is, this is... The niche. <laughs> <laughs> a niche joke. It's um, a niche joke. <laughs> oh, we entertain ourselves if no one else. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> Let's be real here. <laughs> so, um, Gabrielle, to um, distract Yolas from the fact that he's he's dying. Yeah, tells tells him this story that that we will, I think I think we perhaps come back to fanfic certainly came back to it an awful yeah lot. I think fanfic comes back to it but not the show itself I'm pretty sure the, I, I forget I forget which it's is which this yeah well exactly they all merge but um, tell, tell the people the story oh the story is that you know uh, once people used to have two heads and four legs was it four arms and four legs basically yeah. everyone was like doubled up. <laughs> Yes, and the gods really pissed off by this because I don't know because they're arseholes and so they separated everyone <laughs> with thunderbolts. Um, paraphrase. Yeah. Um, <laughs> essentially, <laughs> right. It is the same story as <laughs> the dogs' party, which is a song. I don't know if it's by Matt McGinn, Matt McGinn, or if he just sang it. Um, but basically, it about. goes okay. Well, in the song. I could sing it. Should I sing it? No. In the song, some dogs all have a party. And uh, as they walk in the door, they have to hang their arseholes on a hook because they can't take it in with them. (laughs) Is this, is it the same story? It's the same story. It is the same story. Which I get to the end again. But meanwhile, there was one dog that wasn't invited. And so he got all pissed off, went into the, went into the party and shouted, Fire! And all the dogs went and grabbed the nearest arsehole they could find. But of course, it's very <laughs> uncomfortable to, as the song goes, to wear another's uh, arsehole you've never worn before. And uh, <laughs> and that's why when dogs meet each other, they sniff the other's yeah. arsehole in hopes they're going to find the one that belongs to them. That's the story. <laughs> that's the song. And that's this story. Right? That's, that that's, the really, gods... that's really rather beautiful. <laughs> Listen, uh, remind me when this post goes up in like three weeks to link I'll to... I'll trigger warning. Link on... No, no, to link on Twitter uh, a recording okay. of this dog's... The dog's party. Okay. It's really funny. All right. Um, <laughs> anyway, so, um, yeah, so Zeus threw down Thunderbolts to separate humans so that they had one head and two legs, so like as we are now. Uh, yeah. But they shared the same soul, so everyone's always uh, going around looking for the same, looking for the other half of their soul. And uh, the implication is that she thinks that Aeolus is it. Yeah. Is he fuck, obviously? Yeah, we know better, don't we? I mean, canonically, he is not. Like. No. <laughs> like, it's not even. Like, uh, you can. Like, there are people who don't believe or who don't see 
that Zena and Gabrielle are romantic partners, which they clearly are, but mm. um, this the show very much doesn't doesn't skimp on the they are soulmates thing. You can yeah, believe absolutely. they're platonic soulmates or romantic soulmates, but they are. Yeah, they it, are you know, soulmates. They yeah. totally are. So this is bullshit yeah. anyway. So heterosexist yeah. nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> nonsense. Heterosexist nonsense. Anyway, look, we're, we're getting we're getting to the climax of of the show uh, now, so we're we're on the heterosexual yeah, climax. climax. <laughs> so we're 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 kind of we're on the home run now. Um, so after all sneaking... the after all the fucking the tension about oh who's going to strike the blow, what actually happens, as far as I recall, is that mm. Zena gets grabbed in the air by the lizard thing, drops the sword, yes. and it falls accidentally onto the chains and breaks them. And by a loophole... No, not quite. Because... Not quite. Not quite? Not quite. Okay, carry on. She... So they fight, fight, fight. Xena gets carried off by this big burb um, <laughs> dragon thing. Yeah. Um, so, so my notes here say uh, Hercules takes on the green meanies while Xena climbs to free Prometheus. Oh, but no, a big burb has got her. And then in capitals, for fuck's sake. <laughs> fuck's sake. So big CGI dragon burb thing has Zena by the shoulders, <laughs> carrying her off. She ends up, she drops it, she stabs the bird for no reason I can really, it, does, it doesn't make a great deal of sense. But she drops the sword, calls to Hercules to, to catch, you know, she throws it to Hercules, basically. He uses a boulder to deflect the sword so that it strikes the chain, so neither of them actually strike the blow, so neither of them gets pulverised into so, ashy goodness. In other words, yes. it's a it's a bit of a loophole in that you can throw mm. a weapon in order to do it. Right? Yeah. And apparently yeah. this sword is the only thing that can break a metal forged by Hephaestus. Mm. However... <laughs> <laughs> However, have you spotted an, an inconsistency? Well, it's not true because, uh, of course, they probably they retconned it later. I, I imagine, but in a later mm. episode, several seasons from now, um, we discover that Xena's chakram can also do that. So she could have just used God, her fucking would, chakram. That would have saved a lot. It would have saved a lot of time. Because <laughs> <laughs> Xena's chakram is not just any old random round killing thing. It is actually no. a very important and powerful um, supernatural weapon. But again, they it's didn't probably didn't know that then when they wrote this episode. No. They just retconned that no. in later. That's right. Yeah. So Prometheus is freed. Um, Xena is now falling. So that this big bird thing has dropped her or she's, she's escaped yeah. from it. And she falls for about half an hour going, ah, Hercules, catch me! And so on and so on. So Are you done, mate? To the Jesus. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> and Hercules does that unintentionally hilarious, unintentionally hilarious thing of staggering about, trying to be in the right position to catch yeah. her, like he's in a Laurel and Hardy or, <laughs> or something, <laughs> and catches her with the uh, the the, uh, the ever so suave. Nice of you to drop in. Oh, so funny! You're such a funny uh... man, Hercules. Yeah. Anyway, so Prometheus is free. The fires spring back into to life again, and Eolus he stands up and goes, "I am tall." Yeah. Um, doesn't even thank them. Arsel. I know. Yes. A prick, to be honest. 
Anyway, where was the eagle? Was that bur- giant bird thing meant to be the eagle that ate his liver? I I guess so. It, it didn't it didn't really touch on that. Because isn't the, the mytho- isn't, liver thing? Isn't the actual mythological story of Prometheus that Zeus chained him as a punishment yes. for giving fire to humanity, and Correct. had someone come along and eat his liver every day? An, an eagle, eagle every an eagle, day, and every, every day, day came and ate his liver, regenerated. And, yeah, yeah, horrid. And, and, Horrid. Not just because he's a titan, you know. Anyone's liver can grow back, right? It's the uh, that's isn't well, that the case. Yeah, but but not that quickly, I suppose. Not fast. Yeah. Not fast enough for the eagle to be really satisfied. Just think <laughs> of all the liver and onions you could have made out of Prometheus's liver for the people. But no, no whatever. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> it's a good source of iron. Mm. So the, the Prometheus the liver, a good source of iron. That's my advert for the week. That's our sponsor for this week's podcast. Yes. Prometheus liver. Prometheus liver and onions. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so we're nearly there now. Yeah, the thank cl- God. The uh, closing, the closing <laughs> scenes are, are quite horrid, really. Well, it's, yeah, um, they're not like if you are a gay of any persuasion, this is mm. either boring or gross. Okay. Possibly both. Possibly both. Um, I think particularly the Gabrielle and Aeolus thing. I'm going to harp on in this again. Um, Go for it. The Xena and Hercules at least sort of look like they're a reasonable couple together. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aeolus and Gabrielle really do not. Okay, they yeah. just don't. Um, yeah, the the age the age gap the is, age gap is so pronounced. Is so isn't it? pronounced that it is creepy <laughs> um because like know. this age gap <laughs> so pronounced mind the gap um yeah, yeah. so i uh, good thankfully this is never this is never revisited in any way um i mean she says did you did you hear the story i told you when you were kind of knocked out and he kind of looks suspicious and goes Oh no, I was knocked out, you know. As if to it's right out of it. It sort of gives me the impression of, you know, um oh, do you have my number? Call me. Oh yeah, I've got your number and then you sort of throw it away, sort of thing, you know, it's like that. It's got that vibe, isn't it? And then uh and then he kisses her anyway. Yeah. Um meanwhile, Zena and Hercules are off doing their goodbyes and doing kissing as well. Mm. Um gross uh but luckily that is the yeah. last time we'll ever have to see uh lucy lola's kissing kevin zorbo because that never happens again Woo! applause <laughs> the next time hercules <laughs> appears in the series not only is are xena and gabrielle very very clearly hooked up but uh yeah. hercules has already ma- has married another woman so so That's thank cool. fuck for that we never have to see this shit again <laughs> um yeah the, the parting line is till we meet again and you think well <laughs> Good news that that isn't going to happen for a long time. Yeah, good news. That happens a really long yeah. time in the future. Thank fuck. Um, and then Aeolus reveals to Hercules, you know, he reveals to us, the audience, that, yeah, he does remember Gabrielle's story, you know. did hear it. Did what hear a prick. It. And you're like, do you believe that there's someone out there with another part of your soul, he says, staring longingly after Gabrielle, as if, like, you had ten minutes yeah. conversation with each other. Just because you are a man and she is a woman and mm. you are both sidekicks... This is not a foundation for a relationship, Aeolus, okay? Uh, mental. <laughs> Just so... It never ceases to amaze me how little uh, sort of build-up 
TV yeah, shows how, how and movies will give to be required. how little is needed for straight people and how much yeah. and how much you need to have for any same-sex couple before anyone will yeah. take it as anything more than they're just good friends. You know, yeah. uh, the the <laughs> never ceases to amaze me to what, how low the bar is for mm. uh, heterosexual pairings yeah. uh, and how they're just assumed. It just... Uh, anyway... Yeah, you, you look at you look at that foursome and you think, oh, there are two men and two women. I can see how that's going to play out. Yeah, and of course, the real way it should play out. <laughs> we know how it should play out. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Indeed, we do. So yeah, uh, and he's like, "Do you believe there's someone out there who's got a partner soul?" And Hercules stares at Zena, who looks back at him with the doe eyes, like you said, and says, uh, "I know there is." And you're I like, know "There is." <laughs> like, go back to the dry bulk of a few episodes ago. It's pure yeah. gives me the dry box, so it does. And then he's <laughs> waving at her, right? And then he does what, I'm sorry, can only really be described as a, a fucking Nazi salute. I think it's like a Roman salute, you know? But like it, it just, really does just raises look, a hand. No, it really does look kind of Nazi salute-ish. Mm. Go back and look at this, you guys, if you've not seen this episode for a while. Just go back and look at the last shot of Hercules and tell me that that is not... <laughs> what it looks like um and that is probably that you know i say probably foreshadowing <laughs> a little bit of foreshadowing there because the one thing we know about kevin show, sorbo though. is mm. that the the descent of sorbo from yeah sort of middling um c-grade actor to fascist apologist yeah. um that's oof. where it began yeah, this is obviously where it began, clearly. It um, began in the in the closing scenes of Prometheus, <laughs> which was episode eight of season one. Next week, we're going to be looking at episode nine, yeah. which is Death in Chains. So on a, it kind of has some similarities with the, the whole Prometheus thing. Um, as well, there's, far there's as chains involved. There's chains there's, there's death. Yeah, listen, there. there's yeah. chains. There's the link. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Join us again next week. No wait, you've not given your rating. Humour of that calibre. <laughs> um, no, I haven't, have I? Um I'm gonna give it a five. I guess. Yeah, I'll give it a five as well. Um it's not as I got I wasn't looking forward to it, and I'm not gonna lie, it's not good. Me neither. But no. is it better than the Titans? I think it is. I think it is. I think it's better than yeah. the Titans and not as good even as Chariots of War, which was a six. So I guess that leaves us with a you know four or five out of ten. So yeah. I guess I'll say five. Um, it's got yeah. some things which were, it's got some good points like the. Um, I like the. The souvenir guy, he was funny. God, I didn't. Th- I thought you weren't going to come up with anything then. <laughs> I like the souvenir the guy. It's got, right? um, uh, it's I got, like um. um it's got um shut up i like the souvenir guy i like the yeah. when gabrielle shows genuine concern and doesn't want zena to die that's nice yeah that's very sweet that bit um i mm. like i kind of uh, i'm a bit of a sap I, I know i didn't seem it when i was recapping it but i am a bit of a sappy bitch and i do like the soulmate yeah. story um yeah. but not with him as the other half <laughs> Also, in the fight in the barn, Xena does stamp on one guy's crotch, which is quite good. That's brilliant. 
And you like Deolus's fighting style, which we never get to see, really. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's fun. A few things that are good about it. And I always did like the mythological episodes, even though it does kind of mm, take liberties. But I did always yeah. like the episodes that were strongly linked to Greek mythology, because that's really... Yeah. I was really, really, really into Greek mythology as a kid. Yeah, same. Um, so, yeah. Uh, it was nice to see these little connections. Little like, connections like a little cameo. <laughs> cameo. Yeah, a little from cameo from Greek, Greek mythology. mythology. Yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah, there were some things. So the bar's bar bar eye view it. is that it, it scrapes a five. Yeah, a very average episode of Xena, but yeah. not uh, the worst one you could watch. But equally, you will not miss anything if you don't watch it. So, <laughs> kind of. I watched it just yeah. now. Um, just before we started recording this, I watched it for the first time in like 20 years. Um, yeah. While on my phone and eating, and it was okay. So, <laughs> um, I think that <coughs> damning it with there. <laughs> But Alrighty. I think I think this podcast is actually the longest one we've had so far, and it's probably because I didn't make notes and it wasn't therefore it wasn't very structured. So let's try. No, I'll try and improve that next time. Maybe I'll be <laughs> a about better. To say, let's try and take notes as if I hadn't made notes yeah, either, I know, and I, I hadn't been trying to keep you on track all the way yeah, through. I, okay, I, I'm let's bad do that. <laughs> yeah, I'm a bad influence. Okay, whatever. You always um, have been, friend. Yeah, I know. Right. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So, so that's join us we'll next week. Watch. We'll be talking about Death in Chains. It's episode nine. Yeah. And um, we'll see you there. Bye. Okay. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of A Bard's Eye View with me, Wonko, and her, Professor Flimflam. Follow us on Twitter at Bard's Eye Podcast. And subscribe to us on your podcast app of choice. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon. And, of course, on the Podbean app. Feel free to leave us a review, but only if it's a good one. Bye! We won't see you there. That's the thing I always hate when people say that.